The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, the only podcast with senioritis. My name's Jason. That's Kevin. Kevin, how's things up in the Great White North? Uh, you know what? It's rainy. Uh, but it's not snowing, and then uh, I see. I next week is going to be twenty degrees, which doesn't mean anything to you. But twenty degrees is like, like not super hot for summer, but like basically like really nice spring. Whereas last weekend I had snow, so it's like there's there's no in between. I go straight from snow to like summer. It's it doesn't make any sense. There's no gradual incline. It's just like somebody hits a switch, and then all of a sudden it's nice. How are things in the United States of America? So to answer that question, uh, funny funny thing, since I've been doing this podcast, I have a tab saved here for converting Celsius to uh, Fahrenheit. I appreciate that. Yeah, so I just put it in. Uh, 20 degrees Celsius is 68 degrees correct. So um, the uh, 68 degrees is what it was here today, and it was beautiful here today so yeah. congratulations man that's uh and that's that's going outside in a t-shirt weather right yeah yeah i did that today yeah. um kev so since the last time well not the last week but we just recorded an episode a few minutes ago um this is episode four from the end so we are get, we are down to the what we're, gonna, we're finishing this tonight man we're finishing episode 200 tonight so yeah. but since the last time we spoke uh, about three weeks ago i think this is the last yeah. time we recorded um, they have announced. We know the album, the new album coming out, but they also have announced the box set that we have both been talking about inevitably oh coming God. out for Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Now, myself, I'm not a vinyl guy. I don't. I don't collect vinyl. Um, but the thing is, there are 87 tracks that you cannot get on Apple Music. Or Spotify, I guess. So if I want to hear those songs, I've got I've got to buy a record player and I've got to buy some vinyl, a, a very expensive box set of vinyl. It, it's like three hundred bucks, isn't it? Uh, it is uh, three hundred seven dollars Canadian. I just have the website open here, so I think it was like maybe two fifty US, something Could like be. that, two twenty five. I don't know, whatever yeah. the numbers are, but it, it's a lot of money to spend on a box set with. Uh, when I don't even oh because I'm, I'm gonna have to spend the two fifty let's say it's two fifty and then I'm gonna have to buy a record player. So, so what you could do, yeah, get a plane ticket mm-hmm. to Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Come yeah. hang out for the weekend at Kevin's house, and we'll just play the records a lot, and you can hear the songs that way. You bring a little tape recorder and put it up to my speaker and just record them that way. True well, high fidelity. Are they gonna be releasing that special box set uh, on CD? You know, I don't even have a way to play CDs. I don't think I. I don't think I have a method to play CDs in my house. They do have an eight CD version. Um, the eleven LP box set version will come with a digital download uh, for that person. Uh, so I'm sure I'm not going to because this would be illegal and I would never break the law. I'm sure someone out there would be able to perhaps hook you up. There is a digital version, but I think you're right. It doesn't contain everything. Uh, yeah. that the there is a digital LP version. It's already on Apple Music. Not not released, but it's there as a uh, like a placeholder. And it has all the songs listed, and it's missing a ton off of that giant box set. 
and if, if I'm, it, I'm sure they'll do the full version virtu- digitally because uh, there are a lot of people like you that don't listen to CDs, they don't listen to records, but they want to hear this music. So I'm sure there'll be a way to listen to it. Yeah. Um, um, but oh, your your thoughts, man. You're you're the oh vinyl guy. God. Oh my God, Jason. Not only that, uh, this is this is. Oh, I can't even, Jason. Uh, Jason. Jason. I can't. I can't even. I can't even contain myself. Those maniacs. They did it. <laughs> 11 LPs. I can't. I saw this and I was like, so I knew this was coming. Um, uh, AM got one bonus disc. Being there, I think, got two bonus discs. Uh, Summer Keith got four bonus discs, I, I believe. Um, uh, maybe five. Um, well, sorry. Uh, yeah, one bonus disc, two, and then um, two or three, I guess, because I'm including the original album. Summer Keith was bigger than being there, for sure, but... Uh, I thought, you know, maybe if we're really lucky, they'll do the album, which is a double record, and maybe four other LPs of, like, outtakes and stuff like that. Uh, no. Uh, we got a full concert of four-piece Wilco. So four-piece Wilco Live is its own thing, because it's mm-hmm. just Jeff, uh, Glenn, John, and Leroy. Michael's not in the band. Pat's not in the band. Nels isn't in the band. Uh, so they're doing these Yankee Little Foxtrot songs and, and everything from before then, too. Uh, with these really small, tight arrangements. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, and that's a concert from St. Louis in 2002. Um, but, and, and you know, that would be fine. That would be cool on its own. But the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot outtakes, we have not talked about these songs on this podcast unless they were officially released, because, of course, we're not pirates. Some of these songs have leaked onto the Internet. And, Jason, there are some songs on here that I'm so excited for you to hear. Uh there, the Venus stopped the train. Nothing up my sleeve. Uh, Shake and sugar. Uh, um, uh, uh, corduroy cutoff girls. That on here. I think it's on here under a different name. Um, and that's just the stuff we know about. Then there's alternate early versions of songs. Um, there those songs is... you just listed though. Those the names of those don't seem to fit on Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. No, these are these are totally different songs that just didn't make the album. Like, I know, you but remember, I, like, they wouldn't have made, they wouldn't have fit. I don't the, the, just the names alone. I don't know what they sound like, but the names alone that they don't that they don't fit with the other songs. The other um, name and, and maybe not. It's kind of like like um, you know how cars can't escape. Sort of sounds like Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, but also not really. Um, so yeah. these songs are kind of in that territory too. Yeah. Um, but they are they are really good songs. Like Venus Stop the Train is like this piano ballad that is this most beautiful song, dark song. Um, and the only copy we've ever had of it is a version that ends early. But this box set has two versions of that song. Uh, so we can finally hear the end of the song, which would be great. Because um, the, the recordings that did leak early uh, years ago... Um, the the recordings that did leak years ago are not the most high quality best recordings so even if some of these and and definitely a lot of these are going to be stuff that has leaked before it's going to be great to hear them in in new high quality versions um and then there's going to be stuff on here we've never heard before there's a song on here uh after i am trying to break your heart so i don't think it's an early version of i am trying to break your heart but it's called american aquarium what is that i need to know i need the song now um there is the first official studio version from wilco of laminated cat 
Uh, there's an early version of Hummingbird called Remember to Remember. So I had no idea. I didn't know that, that um, Hummingbird originated in the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot sessions. Um, there's uh, demos, a full LP of demos, drafts, and instrumentals. So um, um, kind of, and, and this is where things get really weird because there's um, um, some s- titles on here that that don't even look familiar to us, like, uh, I'm the only one who lets her down and love will let you down uh, lost poem demo. Um, so yeah, there's some really interesting, exciting stuff for, for my favorite record of all time to see kind of the, to have such an extensive um, collection of uh, studio takes is Jason. I don't know if, it, if it's come across it. I'm, I'm excited, but I am very excited for this. Sounds that way. You know what, Kevin, I just got heartbroken as you were uh, talking there. Um, I went to look at the uh, version as, as a placeholder on iTunes, and I'm not. It looks like a there's alternate versions of the actual album, and then there are one, two, three live sets of the album. Um, so it doesn't look like I'm getting any. I don't. It doesn't look like I'm getting anything of of that. So More that reason is to come up to Canada. I, I'm Wilco's going to do you right. You're going to be able to hear those songs somehow, because uh, there's a song on here, Jason, called "Ubi Dooby." Well, you need to hear "Ubi." I got to hear "Ubi Dooby." I mean, yeah. my uh, God. Um, there's a backing track for "Reservations." Oh, oh I bet that's gorgeous. Uh, there's a song on here called "Has Anybody Seen My Pencil?" <laughs> uh, um, they, this is all from the kind of demos and drafts uh, LP. But then, yeah, snoozing at the pageant live, July twenty third, two thousand two, uh, at the pageant in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, and um, a collection of. Uh, and, and interestingly, the there's an. Uh, and, and this is the last I'll say about, it, and then we go into song chasing, uh, unless you have things to say. The eleven LP box set comes with a CD. Uh, featuring uh, an interview and like a radio session of them playing some songs stripped down at a radio station. Yeah, it's uh, I have I do get those. I it's War and War. I'm the man who loves you. Uh, Should have been in love. She's a jar. Ashes American flags. So um, if you but if you want that on LP, you have to buy the seven LP set. So, you so two. If, if you want the complete collection, oh my you god, you have to buy the eleven LP set and the seven LP set. I love Wilco. That's uh, no, not cool. That's not cool. That. Uh, that's um, not cool. I yeah. That's so I can I can hear it on CD, but I, like you, I don't have a CD player anymore. Um, so I'll have to uh, listen in the car maybe because I think my car can still play CDs. That's really disappointing because if you're okay, so you're giving different tiers basically of buying this album, and one of them is obviously the everything version but you're making it to where to get everything you have to buy it twice that's that's kind of messed up and 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 i i maybe they have a reason but i can't think of a good reason to do that that's that's just to sell two versions of it you know that's kind of messed up and it's not guys. like they didn't advertise it as that that's not even something i think most people realized at first like it was just after people were comparing wait wait a second this 7 LP version has these songs on vinyl but the 11 LP doesn't. So hopefully uh, uh, Wilco will uh, reissue this um, ele- uh, this 12th disc on its own. Like I'll spend an extra $20, $30 to buy it on its own. Um, I-, I will not that buy a 7 LP box set just for a w- for one disc. Uh, um, 
I mean, I'm sort of tempted. I'm like 25% tempted to do it, but no. uh, don't uh, don't like encourage that, man. That's yeah. Yeah, don't encourage. And, and that. I, I I don't. And if I'm not going to do that, I don't think most fans would do that. They might get a, a few extra sales. So I don't think it was anything nefarious from the from the band. I think it was just maybe a bit of an oversight. Um, because yeah, I did publicly write on the the Wilco message boards. I was like, as a collector, this is my nightmare. Yeah. Uh, um, but and honestly, the um. They did a really nice double LP version of the album on gold vinyl, and the gold kind of matches sort of the yellow um, sepia. Is that the right color uh, for, of the album cover? Like it's sepia sort of is the... a tone; it's not a color, yeah. but yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, you're using your, it. You, you, you yeah, it's, it's a, the similar tone as the album cover, sort of. Uh, and I was like, oh man, that even that on its own would be cool because the um, box set it's on silver vinyl, but I was like, oh, I kind of want the album on gold vinyl. But again, I stopped myself because I'm a financially responsible adult. Well, Kev, what song are we covering in this episode? Oh, man, I don't even remember now. Let me check my notes, Jason. I think we are covering, I. oh, we are covering a song that actually means something to me. This it's actually a, song, a Lifehouse song. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that uh, would take a left turn. Um, we are covering uh, a song uh, by a band called Wilco. Uh, that is maybe the most Canadian Wilco song because they have a guest vocalist on this song, which is a rarity for Wilco, especially for the studio albums, uh, with Leslie Feist joining us. And this is the song You and I. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we go any further, her name is Leslie Feist? Yes, you know this because I pop quizzed you on this. Well, I, I, uh, I, 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 I am not going to remember any of that stuff anyways. I know. So, um, but uh, is that, does that happen to be... Wait, what album is this off? This is off of this Sky is Wilco Sky, right? the album. Oh, this is off Wilco the album. Yeah, um, okay, so Wilco the album was two thousand nine, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, when did that? There's a band called Feist, and it had it was a female singer, and her voice sounds like this. I and, 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 one two three, three four, four. Tell me yeah. what is that her? That's her. That's Leslie Feist. No so kidding. It's, it's not the band. That's just her. I, yeah, just exactly. Yeah. Feist. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's really uh, cool. Yeah. And she's a great Canadian singer-songwriter. Um, she was in the band, uh, or sort of, uh, maybe not in the band, but a collaborator of Broken Social Scene. Oh, wow. Uh, so uh, early 2000s, uh, indie rock was primarily Canadian-based out of Toronto. We had... Um, uh, broke social scene. You had Metric. You had Stars. Um, a bunch of bands like that. Oh. Uh, and Feist was was involved with that. Also, I think I can say this because this is not a secret or anything like that. There is a very famous in Canada song called "The Other Man," uh, which is about um, uh, being into a chick who has a boyfriend, and you're uh, the other man. And yeah. the chick, the ch I shouldn't say chick, the woman is Leslie Feist. Is Feist. Uh, so she also inspired. Uh, a, a classic Canadian song from the band Sloan. Um, uh, but yeah, she's um, was mega successful in the early, late to mid to late 2000s with that um, one, two, three, four song. And I think her follow up record did pretty well as well. Uh, my wife's a big fan of her. Um, and uh, Wilco met her at the Grammys and kind of Jeff and her locked eyes and started talking about collaborating and. Um, next thing you know, she's duetting with uh, Jeff on uh, a Wilco 
album, which they've never really done before or after outside of like, you know, Billy Bragg and, and right. stuff like that. But yeah. uh, they've never on any of their proper albums. Uh, they've never had a, a guest vocalist make an appearance. They've had, you know, guest musicians and stuff like that, but never a, a guest vocalist. What's well, a beautiful song. Um, yeah. Everybody, if you want to go to abcwoke.com, find all the ways to support the show. You know the drill, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Support us on that. It's a big help. All right, here we go. Fans hate this song. Some fans do. I think it's endearing. Fans like, I know it's really poppy, but it's endearing. I think it's very, it's a sweet song, man. I, like, it's just such a feel-good song. Yeah. This is the song my wife and I danced to at our wedding. No way. That's this beautiful, This our first man. dance. Yeah. Which, at, lyrically looking at it, I don't know how, if it's, like, the, the perfect song, but I... I that's so I, cool. I, I suggested a lot of uh, songs that I listened to, and she's like, this is all way too dark. So she was happy with this one. So uh, we went to it. I was throwing out, like, some L.A. Smith songs. That's uh, it's yeah, cool that so. it was, you were able to incorporate your favorite band and hers uh, in, in one song for your wedding. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to pick some a band that, like, especially when we're such big music nerds, that kind of meant something to one or both of us. And the fact that it's uh, Jeff and Feist duetting together too kind of made it work as well. Isn't Wilco the album Wilco the album your least favorite Wilco album? Yes, but even my least favorite Wilco album has songs I quite like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, I have a story I can share either this one or, or maybe uh, the next time uh, when we do you never know uh, but I have track listing or track personnel for this song so Jeff's doing acoustic guitar John's doing bass Nels is doing electric 12 string and Nashville tuning guitar which remind me and I'll explain that after I need you to explain that uh, Pat's doing Wurlitzer and background vocals uh, Michael's doing organ Glenn's doing drums of course and Feist is just doing vocals That national tuning guitar is that um is that is that his jazz master? No, I don't know what guitar he was actually playing, but okay. uh, yeah, it didn't sound you. like. Yeah. Um, yeah, we listened to the song so much leading up to my wedding. I'm not a very comfortable or confident dancer, so like we danced at home. Like we didn't like arrange a you know a fancy dance or anything like that. But we listened to the song a lot at home leading up to the wedding, and then I've barely listened to it since. Um. So it's kind of uh, um, weird hearing it again. Just a fun callback to your wedding, man. That's really nice, I think. You know what's weird, too? Like, I have no memories of actually dancing. I know we did. I just don't remember anything about a wedding day. Yeah, me, uh, it's it's all a blur. Like, it, yeah. it seems like it, it just went so fast that day. When I think back, on, like, I'll look at my pic the pictures of it sometimes, and I'll be like, oh, wow. Like, I think, yeah. That's crazy. That, that I don't even remember that happening. Yeah, there's photos of us dancing the song that I don't. Yeah. Uh, and this song ends your favorite way, Jason. Every time I hear Fatal for the rest of my life, <laughs> part of my brain is going to be thinking about you. Um, That's awesome. Oh, that maybe not. Story. Maybe that was just my headphones cutting out, but I don't think it is uh, fading out. This uh, guitar solo it looks like it fades out. Pretty cool. With the waveforms. Okay, then maybe I saved myself there. Yeah, it does. But you know what? That fade out fits. Hmm. That fade out fits. Well, now, why does that fade out fit? I just want to know your your. Because they did kind of end it. It's just they, like they ended it. You could hear them end it, but they, they it, it faded okay. out on the ring out. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I thought the backwards guitar there kind of gave it like a, a bit of a psychedelic kind of vibe right yeah. there at the end, which kind of works with, with the fade out. Um, so Nashville tuning guitars. Let me let me try to explain this. You you'll get it because you're you play guitar, uh, but perhaps some of our listeners won't. So I'll try to explain this as best as I can. So there are six string guitars. There are twelve string guitars. Twelve string guitars. The first uh, three or four strings on it. Uh, well, uh, every string on a twelve string guitar is doubled. But the la- so it's still six string. You play it like it's six strings, um, but they're each string is doubled. So you right. push a string; it's got two strings. Uh, so you, you don't need to adapt how you play it. You can still play it like a like a six string. Um, the first four strings from that set are normal, but then the the um, double string, the the extra strings on the low four strings are an octave higher wait so j- j- just so i'm on the same page with you in canada in canada i would call um g through low e i would call g through low e the last four strings but i think you're calling them the first four strings right now so you guys go backwards no i'm just stupid okay okay, I'm okay. Just... so yeah the, the the low four strings we'll just say that the low four okay. strings yeah are uh doubled with a string that's an octave higher um so, uh, um, but what you can do, and and this is called Nashville tuning, is you you take a six string guitar, and you tune it up with twelve string strings, um, but you don't take the low strings. You only put on the high strings. Oh. So it makes your guitar sound really high. And what they do in country music a lot of the time is they'll take two guitars that are they're very similar guitars, maybe the same model of the guitar. One's tuned normally, and one has the uh, the high pack of a six of a twelve string pack, and you play them uh, the same way, same thing on each guitar, and then you pan them stereo, and it creates like the, oh. a very stereo effect. Now, that could be what Nels is doing, or he could just be because um, he's all, he's credited with doing electric twelve string, so he's playing a twelve string on its own, and electric guitar in Nashville tuning. So he could just be. And I think what it is is it's just playing the, uh, a guitar that's like an octave higher than a guitar. So some of those high notes in there are um, uh, that you can sort of hear finger picked or pick, no, maybe not finger picked, but picked throughout, like arpeggiated uh, throughout the song. Uh, are I believe is the Nashville tune, but he's definitely playing Nashville tuning guitar. So that's what that is. It's, it's like a six string guitar that has the high strings of a twelve string guitar. Hmm. That's cool. I'm actually I'm kind of I kind of. Uh... Want to give that a shot this weekend? Actually, <laughs> go get some uh, twelve string twelve string strings, and because I have to re- or I have to retune my guitars uh, this weekend anyhow. So I I kind of wanted to do Just that with. Be careful because the nut slot on your guitars are going to be for thick strings. That's what she said. Uh, uh, um, so putting a little string, you might have some tuning abilities. I think the easiest way to do that might be to take a 12 string guitar and just taking out the the low strings and just keeping it yeah, I don't have a 12 string guitar so I well so I'm trying to give you the incentive to go out and buy a 12 string guitar I'm having a second baby I don't have money anymore what are you talking that's about true. that's true that's true um the only other thing I wanted to say about this song and this is something I thought at the time to me a duet has always been a song where two people sing like one person sings one line 
or maybe a couple lines and then another person sings a couple more lines and they go back and forth like that right um but this song's always been referred to as a duet but they're not leslie feist doesn't sing her own parts she just harmonizes with jeff in your opinion jason is that still a duet I think a do du- I always thought a duet was just any song that had two people, um, usually a man and a woman, uh, each singing a part, but not like alternating lines. Like I notice that happens sometimes. What, what's that one? It's "Baby It's Cold Outside" song, and it goes between a man and a Great woman. Great example of a duet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're. That's what you're saying is a duet. I've always thought it was just any song that had two people, usually a man and a woman, singing a song together, whether they're harmonizing or if they're switching lines like that i just thought it was two people so is a song then and i agree with you most most people would agree with you um but then therefore is and and, think of a wilco song that has a lot of john or pat backing vocals actually that new one uh falling apart right now has a lot of um vocal harmonies um or even uh we're about to talk about you are my face like most of that song is harmonized then therefore is that are those songs also technically not duets or i guess of pat singing with them in the case of you are my face maybe a, a trioet what do you call a, a three-person duet i think that's just um what do you there is a name for that and i it's on the tip of my tongue right now but um i don't i can't i can't think of it right now um there's a name for when three people sing a song together according to google there's a trio quartet quintet sextet septet trio yeah that that sounds Uh, right yeah trio so but you can't you can't use the word trio like you could duet yeah it it, it has a weird uh connotation that not connotation it makes it sound like it's derogatory but it has a weird uh implication to it yeah. Uh, that when you say trio, duet sounds like a verb. Trio just sounds like an uh, adjective of a group. Yeah, know? or a noun. This song is yeah, a duet. Like it could be a noun. That would yeah. be a noun. Yeah. This song is a trio. Doesn't doesn't really make it as much sense. But um, that's always what I thought. But uh, I remember pointing that out on the Wilco message boards back in the day, and nobody nobody engaged with me on that. So I guess I'm just a weirdo. And you know, after. What episode number is this? 196, 197? This is... Uh, what are we on? Are we on you and I? Uh, we just did you and I, so uh, 197, yeah. 197, 197. wow. So I we feel like, so if, listeners, close. if you've been with us all this way, you you can probably make the call if I'm a weirdo or not. So let me know. Let me know if I'm a weirdo. Um, that's all I got to say about that. Jason. All right, everybody. If you're going to abcwilco.com, find all the ways to support the show, the most important of which is leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or giving us a follow on Spotify. Um, you can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best on the next episode, which is episode 198. We are so close, Kev. Uh, we are covering You Are My Face. Until then, you're every little thing. It's going to tear you apart. <laughs>